the season finale of Say It To Me Nice. I am your host, Bridgetta Giles, certified family life educator, sexuality educator, sex counselor, and I am so excited. Oh, how can I forget? Lover of the word fuck in all forms. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know what I'm saying? I like it when it's fun fuck. I like it when it's mad fuck. Like I like fuck in all forms. So there we go. I'm so excited today because I get to introduce you to someone that I follow. I I feel as though she has helped me so much, whether or not she know it or not. I ain't never had this conversation, but like you have helped me so much in so many different areas of my life. I just had to to share you with the world. Um, Sorry is my you hear that my for me (laughs) my my tarot reader um I just found out because I was stalking your um website that Mm -hmm. you spiritual counseling like I'm Mm -hmm. about to jump on them sessions next I'm just about to get on your nerves but (laughs) sorry please by all means introduce yourself and tell us how you're changing the world Oh, wow. First, I have to say thank you. I, I don't even know how to get started after that introduction. <laughs> I didn't even know all of that. Thank you. But yes, uh, so my name is Dario, but everybody calls me Dari. I am the owner, operator, founder of Black Alchemy, which is a crystal jewelry company that also specializes in tarot card readings and my spiritual consulting services. And yeah, so basically what I do is, is I um, like provide tarot card readings and sometimes those tarot card readings feed into further spiritual conversations and um, I guess you could say guidance that my clients need. I have, I want to say right now, probably about five tarot coaching clients that I work with. And I basically teach them everything about, um, I mean, not tarot, but uh, spiritual consulting, excuse me. I basically teach them everything about spirituality as it relates to astrology, uh, numerology, them understanding their birth chart, understanding the universal laws, law of attraction, um, trying to understand, you know, really why um, they're manifesting the things in their life and how their emotional and spiritual energy really affects that. I teach uh, meditation. I also, (laughs) I mean, we can go on. I do guided meditations. I do group uh, tarot parties. I do group guided meditation sessions. I do group rituals, candle lighting. So yeah, I mean, um, I'm a second generation tarot card reader. So my, my mom is what I like to call a closet tarot card reader. So I, um, it kind of is in my DNA to be in this world. And yeah, I'm just happy to be here. I love that. I'm so glad because I was, I was sure going to call you out. I'm like, you have a very interesting story because you, you're not the first in your family to be in this world. It's I, I remember yes. that from our earlier conversation. I think that's really, really dope. Um, Thank you. Thank you. You take that and now you've made it, in my opinion, so big and something that is 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 needed. And y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, please book a reading with her. Like before we even yes. get to the end, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all now, book a reading with her because every reading that you and I have had, it may not happen right then, but I promise mm-hmm. you, it has happened. Oh yeah. Without a shadow <laughs> of a doubt. It has happened. Um, the guidance that you've given me, I've really taken it and, and moved forward with it. And like, it's just super dope. Like I bought this book. I don't know if you remember, you told me to get, um, uh, uh my psych itself. Yes. And like, I've That's read one it. of my favorite books. Yes. And I have read it like two and three times and it, it really does help me hone my own 
gifts. Mm-hmm. So y'all, if y'all yes. don't know, I, I read tarot. I, I I do not do it for like I ain't trying to get paid to do it. Please don't be like, oh, but you don't want to book a session. No, you do not. Go to not Dark yet. That. that ain't for me. <laughs> I got enough on my plate. But I um, I I've I've been reading for uh, almost five years now, and spirituality aligns with me. Um, if you mm-hmm. follow me on IG, um, you you'll see a whole bunch of fuck shit, <laughs> like a whole <laughs> bunch of fuck shit. But then you're mm-hmm. gonna see bits and pieces of, of me talking about um, numerology. I'm talking about mm-hmm. spirituality. I'm talking about crystals. I'm talking about uh, can- cancers. Just being um, just zodiac stuff in general, but mainly because I'm a cancer. I put out things about cancer just to kind of give my listeners an idea. This is who I am in real life. <laughs> like this is yeah. Me. So you kind of uh, laid the foundation for me to really be comfortable with showing up as I am in all capacity. So thank you so much. I'm wow, so- wow, that's deep. That is just I don't even know how to respond to that. That's amazing. I'm t- yeah. that's and and you know what and that's why people have to share their gifts like whatever you're good at like I know this is like all topic but I just have to say this like people sometimes don't even know whatever you're good at you really should be doing it you should be helping other people with whatever you're good at because you never know how to me you know I'm just flipping tarot what I normally do but to you you know you you've been able to use some of the things that I said and actually you know like help it build the confidence for yourself and your brand and that's that is amazing because I don't know that <laughs> yeah you know you never know how you're impacting someone my, my favorite phrase is are you being helpful to someone or are you being impactful and I, I always right. strive to be impactful the whole reason for say it to me nice is that I, I don't want to just help people I want to be impactful I want to put out that's the- deep you know, girl, I'll be getting deep sometimes. That's deep. <laughs> I really want to put out information and 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 tips and techniques and just have conversations that will be long lasting and that people can implement in their day-to-day conversations, their sexual conversation, and mm-hmm. just how they think of themselves sexually. Exactly. So. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. Yes. Here's the big juicy question. So throughout this season, I have asked all of my guests to share a hotel, but more importantly, what you learned from your hotel, which, what do you have for us? All right. So I think that a lot of people may be able to resonate with this story, but um, when I was younger, I want to say it was 20. 24 25 ish I don't even know somewhere around that time Mm -hmm. um there was this guy you know who I was really I guess you could say super sexually attracted to very specific you know I had been following him known him for some time never really had like the right time right place to ever like actually um date him or you know it was always very friendly you know just kind of cordial not very uh intimate ever you know and then you know you kind of grow up and you know, you see someone and you're like, oh, okay, you know, older now, I'm older now. Mm-hmm. And um, immediately, you know, sparks started flying, you know, calling, texting, messaging, and, you know, it quickly turned, you know, really sexual, really lust-like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's talking about all the things that he's going to do. I'm getting all excited thinking about all of these things. Yeah. And then, you know, like eventually, finally, after, so much time of just all of this, I guess you could say tension, sexual tension, we actually have the opportunity to actually have sex. Mm-hmm. And it was 
terrible. Ooh. Like it was, it was over really quick. Um, it was really like, I, I don't know. It was just like the chemistry was just gone. Like it just, whatever was on the phone, whatever was in the text messages, <laughs> that whatever, whatever lived in the past just wasn't existing anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is in literally after that, like we haven't spoke. Yep. I mean, like we're cordial, like nice. Like we follow each other. Like, you know, it's like nice, you yeah. know, Hey, you know, stuff like that. Like I don't have their number saved in my phone, you know, type of energy. Cause it's just like, you know, it's no need, but yeah, the whole entire experience was just weird. Right. Right. Yep. The it chemistry ha- just like completely was gone. And I think that in that experience, I think that's when I really learned like, okay, you can message, you can talk, you can even date, see each other face to face. But, you know, until you really get intimate with someone, you really don't know like 100% if that chemistry is there. Right. So I, I really don't know how like people meet people off the internet and things oh, like that because. Uh, so yeah, so I'm recently single, which you fucking called. And I think my last reading, you said, no, this is not your husband. <laughs> I don't even remember that. You was like, you know, that's not your husband y'all you're learning something I think you said um, we're learning from one another this relationship needed to happen but this is not your husband and you need to make room for whoever that is and that to me was very profound because I actually took what you said went to my therapist and just had a whole conversation around um, marriage and my feelings and why I felt the way that I felt about marriage and it ended up for me that was a trauma response. It had nothing to do with me actually not wanting to be married. It had everything to do with me feeling as though I couldn't be married because no one would love me enough to marry me. Oh, wow. That's super deep. Wow. Right. So, and I I wanted to share that because it's, it's you, again, you never know the impact that you're making. Cause for, for me, mm-hmm. I'm very much so spiritual, but I also really, for me, I do believe that therapy feeds the spirit there there's oh there. yes because I because I read the tarot but I also myself I have a therapist I just yes. want to make that be known there have been many yeah. times where uh I have clients who will ask me questions and we'll go through things and I'm saying and I'll say like you know you may want to seek therapy like you don't you know I, I think sometimes people associate like okay if I'm gonna get if I'm in the world of tarot then maybe I'm not also in that same world right and I and I just would like to kind of like normalize that. No, they actually kind of work together because your therapist is really only going to be able to help you with the external things that you're able to share. Right. The tarot can sometimes look deep into the things that you're not able to pull out. And for me, it was a talking point. It's something when you said it, like, and I, it was, it was just very like brief, like, no, that's not your husband. Your husband is coming. You need to make room for this Uh, you whatever you learn you need that for this what's coming and it really made me like do I want to be married wait what husband yeah and and with that it just really sparked something in me and I took it to my therapist and I'm like listen girl um this has got me in a in a tizzy right Uh so I just I wanted to share that story because I do think that wellness looks different for everyone for me spirituality tarot feeds my spirit which overall is connected to my mind and my body and that's that's my wholeness that's my wellness Mm -hmm. Um, but I also love that I'm going back to your hotel (laughs) 
and mm-hmm. talking about sexual chemistry and mm-hmm. we all like I got the gift of gab I'll tell anybody listen if I could I could write a story right I can, I can text I'm so good in text I prefer to talk but mm-hmm. I can I can get you where you need to be via text message easily mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. does not equate that when we're face to face that I'm gonna vibrate you know what I'm saying exactly I, it doesn't exactly I'm really good. Again, I got the gift of gab. I can say all these things. And this is, that has happened to me before where I'm, I'm chatting. And that was the whole reason I said this, because I'm back to, I'm not dating, but I'm putting myself mm-hmm. in the date. So I have these accounts, right. these dates. Like you got to get flirty. You got to be yeah. flirty. And I'm like flirting and stuff. And I'm really looking at these people like, I ain't with it. I don't like it. <laughs> no. And I think that, the opposite can happen where I could be super excited and I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. Then we start having that sexual communication, which I love to kind mm-hmm. of talk about what do you like versus what do I like? I love yeah, all Yeah, I'm definitely the same way. I like to talk those things through. I'm an Aquarius. So I'm mm-hmm. very mental. So I'm like, you know, I definitely like to talk and mm-hmm. and kind of warm up mentally from yeah. a communication from a communication standpoint before anything before yeah. anything happens but then when you get in that moment it is like wait what is all that shit you was talking because there you go it is not it's, it's this is not it you are it's really, not coming through it's not coming <laughs> and even before sex like before you in a sexual situation like I've in in my previous like look at me my previous life I would right. like have these conversations and we would just go out to dinner or go out for drinks and your vibe is all off like where's the person yep. those text messages because you sitting here like a wet mop sir and I've and I've I have experienced that even after and because I experienced that situation have able to like be able to say oh, okay I can sense I'm not going to repeat the past like I kind of you know, the, the chemistry is weird. No, yeah. <laughs> like we're not even going to get that far, but yes, I think that, and that's why I was saying the world of catfish, you know, really be careful. And catfish doesn't have to be somebody you don't know what they look like and stuff like that. It can really just be personality. Someone can really have, you can have chemistry with someone on the internet, on your phone virtually, and you guys could be amazing. It could be very satisfying, right. but in person, if it's not transferring over, it's not transferring it's over. Not transferring <laughs> over. <laughs> and I think we should normalize, and this sounds so bad. I wish I had a better way to say this, but can we mm-hmm. normalize recognizing this is what this is? Like I yeah. get joy out of messaging you. I don't mm. get joy out of meeting with you face to face. Can we normalize being able to say that? Say, listen, wow, that's what we have going on virtually let's let let this be what this is because like maybe there's a place maybe there's a place for virtual relationships that are literally just virtual I I think so that makes perfect sense you know I've never I've never considered a relationship or a friendship or any type of you know even I think maybe I have like business relationships that are actually virtual that I probably don't even realize on a like conscious level or virtual but um yeah that's really deep like hey you know you're cool to text you're cool to message but um when it comes to meeting sitting down and spending time it's just maybe not there yeah that's yeah that's that's deep that's that's what I'm learning right now as I enter into 
the new world of online dating. But I feel as though the dating world is different from the last time I was single. Like we got well, all that's because people. we're in a pandemic. We're in a pandemic and these people out here. So it is. Like people are catfishing. This one guy, because I'm very open on my profile. Listen, I'm here to promote my podcast. And I'm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a spiritual person. Well, these are things that I'm, I'm passionate about. It is what it is. If you are Trump 2020, please keep, please know. Nah. I'm looking to talk about, baby. Trust him. Right. We do not. That, um, that is hilarious. That is yeah, hilarious. We ain't got nothing to talk about. But this, this one gentleman, we matched um and he instantly gets in the message talking about oh grand rising queen i am just legit i am here uh, about giving you the hotel plants and meditate i was like oh well let me see your plant because i don't believe you i didn't put the i don't believe you part but sir right. ain't nothing on your profile would lead me to believe that you out here in these streets watering plants all day <laughs> not consistently not, 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 consistently. not consistently yeah like maybe maybe today because it's a nice day and that's just it sounds there. nice <laughs> I'm still I'm still waiting on pictures of them plants that he was watering oh my gosh still you know waiting. I think I think that one of the things that I don't necessarily like the most about the spiritual community is some of the stigma that is associated with some of some in some I guess you could say archetypes that have uh, came out of um what is now what I would like to call trendy Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. Uh, unfortunately there are a lot of people who really don't live the life but want to lead it because they can feel they can feel the pureness they can feel the health they can feel the wealth they can feel the positive vibration and they know okay there's something going on with the crystals there's something going on with the eating right there's something going on with connecting to nature and plants and the water and programming your water and mm-hmm. getting in tune with your astrology like they know it's something there right. but I just think that a lot of people don't necessarily know like you said what their psych type is like yeah. how you read that book where you can kind of dive into okay well this is what I am so these are the tools that I should probably work with like if your earth you know if your your astrology is earth then you know you may want to plant you yeah. know what I'm saying that yeah. may be your app that may be your superpower right but if you're you know, if you're a cancer, you know, you're more intuitive, you may pick up tarot because it's more water-like. Right. And that's just what it is. That's what it's like. Catfish, please beware. P- please beware. Oh, yeah. Beware the catfish. The And, 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 and the, there's a lot of fake spiritual people out there. Oh, on the my internet. God. It's, yes. I think it's more fake than real. So oh, yeah. really really people use your intuition if you're getting into not just dating and sex but also religion and worship and Mm -hmm. um belief your belief system right i'm i've -hmm. talked to another um someone that i hold very very high um and one of my one of the conversations that we were having was the difference between well what led me out of the church out of organized religion out of christianity and mm-hmm. for me, I, I flat out told her, I don't find myself wanting to follow someone that doesn't even follow the teachings that they teach and preach about. That's deep. There's, yeah. There's That's no, very real. Like, I, and I, and you know, it's counteracted by, well, this person is just a man. This person is just a woman. This is just a human. Um, and they they can make mistakes. Absolutely. I, I believe right. that wholeheartedly, but please do not stand in a public platform and condemn other people for doing the things that you are doing, if not worse, and expect for me to follow 
you because I do not. There are things in my life that I know I'm not going to stop doing. That's part of the Christian religion that you should not do. I'm not going to mm-hmm. stamp Christian on my forehead and mm-hmm. say I'm a Christian when some of the fundamental things I'm just not with. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, there, there, I go through things in my life sometimes where I need to go to church and mm-hmm. I need to go to the altar and I need to listen to gospel music and I need to hear the word. I need to read the Bible because in that moment, in that time, that's it's helpful. Yeah. And that, but it's not for me, I don't consistently resonate with it, mm-hmm. with Christianity, but um, please, I was born and raised Catholic. So right. that it, it's and for me, it's an even different relationship because there are times where I feel like I want to go to mass. Mm-hmm. And but I also grew up around um, a family that is also Baptist. So mm-hmm. sometimes I do want to go to Baptist churches and I want to feel the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I get that. Um, but for me, I think that I wouldn't be authentically myself if I were to go to church every Sunday, read the Bible every day and, you know, go to Bible study and be holy. That's not who I am. And I'm not going to try to superimpose that type of discipline onto myself because I don't believe that that's freedom. Right. And I also, I also find that there is a strange connection between Christianity and white supremacy. Mm. (laughs) so for me yeah so for me I like a lot of the practices because I can resonate that there are some very magical spiritual things about Christianity but I do I I also cannot be blind to the fact that it was a tool that was used to blind our ancestors and it still exists now so Mm -hmm. you know I just I try to have I just try to have balance I love that I love that. Yeah. See how we do? We we just talk about religion and yeah. shit. We ain't even got on the topic that we were going to talk about. <laughs> let's get into so, it. Let's get into it. So I know manifesting in, in the spiritual world has been just a constant conversation. But what I'm noticing is that more and more people in, in different realms are now talking about manifesting. So can we talk about what it actually means to manifest? Manifesting really is the outcome of any intention that you put forward. Mm -hmm. So manifestation doesn't necessarily have to be a physical thing. It could be an emotional thing. It could be a spiritual thing. Um, For example, like you may have the intention that um, you're going to have a good day. And so throughout your day, you actually manifest a a day of of happiness or satisfaction, or you can manifest an amount of money, or you can manifest an actual item. Um, We're always consistently manifesting through our thoughts and our emotions. There's this there's this misconception that we just create our reality with our thoughts and that it's that's the missing piece is it's also emotion. Mm. And it's and it's and deeper than that, it's also expectation and belief. So yeah. it's a mixture between your expectations, your belief, your beliefs, your thoughts, and your emotions. Okay. And what and what happens when you wake up every day really is a combination of the exter- of the internal, those things externally showing themselves or revealing themselves to you that is actually what manifestation is mm-hmm. um it's kind of hard to really um I guess you could say it's kind of hard for the mind to wrap around that like physically mm-hmm. but if for those who understand vibration and that everything is a vibration and that you tap into different frequencies when you tap into different frequencies different things reveal themselves 
it's kind of that same concept. Yes. It's a, it's a lot, but you're always manifesting and it's always through your beliefs, your expectations, your thoughts, and your emotions, your behavior in it being in this ritualistic manner um, is what contributes to your manifestation. So if you can, the thing is, is, is that behavior or ritualistic behavior usually takes about 21 to 30 days to like break a pattern, which is like, for example, if you have the behavior of smoking a cigarette every time after you eat, you know, um, it may take like 21 days for you to break that ritualistic behavior pattern give also given the fact that cigarette has a a, a, an addictive quality but anything that you do on a daily aspect and it it provides stimuli is really addictive so Mm -hmm. there's that Mm. um so those behaviors build a momentum over time which builds in a belief or it builds in an expectation and when those behaviors continue to become familiar expectations that continue to become familiar and so your your manifestations of your life becomes very familiar if that makes yeah. sense so it yeah. all does work together yeah. you will find that people who are more active live more active lives you will find people who sit down more literally sit like live less active lives yeah yeah so your behavior is a direct relationship to how you manifest and what comes in it's and especially like the speed so like someone who exercises every day and gets their their blood rushing, they may go out and get life easier than someone who does not do that. And it, and and that is a correlation from behavior. Does that if that makes any sense? Yeah. 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 So that is it's a very spiritual connection, but it make you can see it the cause and effect in it every day. I will I feel as though every partner that I have had since I have been on my spiritual journey, I manifested them intentionally. I truly believe that through just intention and thought, however, incomplete intentions and incomplete thought, like I wasn't very specific. In what I was asking, mm-hmm. I did not know if that makes sense. What what I what exactly I needed? I was more mm-hmm. manifesting the things that I want. Like I like I like chubby guys, so I, I want me I want me somebody with with little some thickums to them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm if I'm attracted to a woman, I prefer a a larger woman, somebody my size, if not larger. Like I that's something that I I know that's what I want right there right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when I'm thinking about what I want to receive, that was the missing piece. I never added, well, what is it that they're going to pour into me that I know that I need, that I also need to be intentional about? And for me, when we're talking about behaviors and stuff, I wasn't putting myself in positions to, to be open and attractive to those people. That makes perfect sense. And I think that people always, I think that people consistently have to understand that the people that we manifest in our lives will show us exactly where our vibration is not clean mm-hmm. yeah so is it you can you can expect to manifest people in your life you could be very intentional very specific and and still it'll have like some contrast and there's something that you're like ah, I wasn't really looking for that but what I will say is 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 that I think that in every manifestation that you have with someone where you ask the universe like you're intentional you you may say okay universe I'm single I want I need a boyfriend or I need a significant other and I would like someone who looks good someone who has great sex I would like someone who makes money and I would like someone who knows how to focus on me like intimately you could come up with all these things and then the universe is like you know what boom bow you got it person comes into your life 
but the but the one thing that you forgot was is that you didn't want that person to have 10 kids right you know what I'm saying or right. the reason but but then you have to ask yourself you got to realize dang this person really is the full package they have they're able to give me all of these things they have 10 kids hmm, does it not make sense that they may have 10 kids because they are so well-rounded in all of these areas and are able to give you all of these things you know I'm not saying it's wrong but what I'm saying is yes be intentional but you don't know until you know Right. And people have to, people also have to be kind and realize that life is a journey and there's ne- you're never really going to have the end goal. I have, you know, you're always going to be able to find flaws in the some, in someone in, in all situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what people should also realize is that those are not just manifestations that that person is not the right person. They're also manifestations and with you for your own overcomings that you actually need to face because some usually that person has the very thing that is, is, is the thing that you need to face so that you can move on to the next stage of your life. Right. And sometimes people don't realize that that contrast that you're looking at when that person shows up and then all of a sudden they're not what you thought they were. That's because it's like, okay, wake up. Where's your vibration unclean? Are you, you know, first, are you being unconditional? Mm. And, and then, then when you realize if you're being unconditional, well, then second, are you also having safe and healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. you know things like that right instead of instead of oh this person isn't this person isn't they're not they're not they didn't turn out what I wanted them to be they they know uh, quite often you can make almost any situation work out with someone with almost anyone if you're able to love that person unconditionally and that's what it really comes down to right for me I love very easily that's something that Mm -hmm. Yeah, I fall in love very quickly because that's what I be doing out here in these streets. So I do that with very little um, thought of, okay, does this person, I don't, not necessarily deserve the love that I'm giving, but Mm-hmm. How are they pouring back into me? You said, again, I'm always pulling some gems that you gave me. You told me, you know, mm-hmm. um, you're healing this person, but are they healing you? And that, that yeah. stuck with me. You, you're mm-hmm. pouring in. It's what they're giving you, what you need to be fed. And mm-hmm. that, that has forever changed how I position myself in relationships or pursuit of relationships or what I'm manifesting. Because for me, I want to receive what I give. Mm-hmm. I, I encourage everybody, don't, don't walk into situations where you're giving your whole self and you're getting remnants or morsels of what someone else gives you. Um, something yes. that causes a lot of controversy is that your, your goalposts should not move regardless mm-hmm. of where the person, and I'm really bad with sports analogies, but your goalposts should not move because the, that this person can't throw or has never ran that far i think that was a great analogy (laughs) we can't be breaking the rules because you you don't got the skills yeah if your goalpost is here if your expectation is here if what you want to receive is here and this person is unable to to make it that far that's no slight on them but you Mm -hmm. have a you have a decision to make because this person is still trying to catch up how long is it going to take them to get to where you are? So you have to make the decision whether or not, eh, I don't want to. This is not what That's I want. That's true. To. Not where I'm They're, at. Th- yep. But um, you know what I find is, is that some people don't recognize that vibration soon enough. And caught up in the, they get caught up in the, the what am I trying to say? Like the, 
the beauty, the romance yeah. of the situation. Yeah. And those those signs are there. That energy is there, but sometimes the momentum has built up and you've gotten, you know, we get caught up in it. But um, I think that we're all, I think that what should be noticed, mentioned about manifesting in love and the connection is, is that we're always consistently manifesting and whatever love is manifesting in our life truly at that time is what we need Mm -hmm. and even if it's an unbalanced situation where like let's say even an abusive situation what's happening is is that you're in a vibration where you need to evolve you need to you know love choose to love yourself create those boundaries and, and manifest a new love relationship that's a journey you know what I mean that's a that that in itself is a whole thing and I think that sometimes we forget that I agree so in talking about that how exactly since we're always manifesting um to be more specific how does one manifest not only love but if you want love and some good sex with it like how they do that? Oh, this is fun. So <laughs> I would say that the, the easiest way to manifest love, like to start, if it like, like say you're a beginner into these things is to work with your chakras. Okay. Um, that would be the easiest way, or I would say the, the, um, the beginner's way because the root chakra. So I, if every, if, for those who are not familiar with which your chakras are, they're basically seven centers that are located within the body on the base of the spine, starting from the base of the spine. And then it actually travels up the spine all the way to the crown of the head to the top of your skull. And they're just seven centers and they resonate with different energies. So for example, the root chakra uh, resonates with the sexual energy, the very base chakra that we deal with, which is our survival years, our reproductive organs, um, our protection, our security. This is like the overall energy or vibration of the root chakra. The root chakra is also the color red, mm-hmm. uh, predominantly if you um, look into color magic or you just are familiar with the chakras, then you will know that. Um, I would say good sex and a good root chakra go hand in hand. Though individuals who have a good, who have an open, aligned, active, balanced root chakra are also having open, aligned, balanced, active, healthy sex. Mm. Um, they, they go hand in hand. Um, so if you're feeling unsecure, if you're feeling unsafe, if you're not feeling safe to be vulnerable, then you're probably not going to have amazing, wonderful vulnerable intimate sex because you don't even have that sense of safety that sense of security um working with the chakras i would say is probably the the best in the in one of the easiest ways to kind of get in tune with manifesting good sex um the root chakra being for sex and the sacral and the solar plexus all of those all of those chakras those three lower chakras kind of work together with manifesting and with sex that sexual energy all of those work together but the root chakra is like I would say the most dominant in that area and um if you want to activate the root chakra if you want to like you know try to work with your root chakra energies uh you can do things like wearing the color red um you can do things like uh keeping root chakra stones with you like obsidian and um carnelian and agate um you can do things and like you can pray to your root chakra you can Think about your root chakra. You can do root chakra meditations. I mean, we can go on. There's so many things that you can do to kind of, and and that basically cleans up 
whatever negative vibrations that you may have that are like stored within your energy field because just so we all know I'm sure that this had to come up at one point in your show is the kundalini energy right it hasn't it has not oh well let's talk about it so just so everybody is aware at the base of your spine there is an energy that lies dormant that is connected to your chakra energy and it is called the kundalini energy and this is what the this is the energy that the Egyptians were working with when they were working with the um the symbol of life um what is the ankh Mm -hmm. um you ever heard the stories about how the Egyptians were using their sexual energy to like travel it throughout their body and through each other and harness it um they were they were activating their kundalini energy with through meditation and spiritual connection is something that you can tap into but you can also tap into this energy through uh during sex through an orgasm and by aligning your root chakras your solar plexus and your sacral chakra energies to be in a, in a space of harmony which means you're opening them you're working with them you're doing the emotional spiritual work which is you know it could be looking like meditation it could be working with crystals we could talk about what that work looks like if you're able to align these chakras you could activate your kundalini energy which can awaken your inner spiritual self it can help you connect to others your empathic your psychic energies in a whole spiritual kind of like trip experience Mm -hmm. you ever had like spiritual trip like experiences and um so that is that is really powerful um the ancient who was it the the indians uh used tantric yoga Mm-hmm. Uh, to connect to their kundalini and that's something that if you're interested you can look into that I've, I've read books on it it's quite quite interesting um, but that is one way that I can definitely say um, manifesting good sex is, is is learning getting into those type of things if you just start looking up tantric yoga or tantric sex I guarantee that your sex life will increase just because when you start tapping into the vibration of something it starts showing you know it starts showing itself to you so even just by reading the the material and just getting familiar with the energy you would be surprised that you know how quick you'll start seeing you know your partner Maybe like, hey, have you heard of this? And you're like, what? Have I heard of it? I just happened to be looking it up. So let's flip over to love because that was really like sex. But love is different. Love is much, much different. I think people can manifest sex very easily. Um, I think if you if you have charisma, um, usually you can manifest sex very well. Because like I said, that's really like a base thing. It's really like a, a basic human survival necessity type yeah. animalistic tendency. But love is a little different because, you know, um, love is... is true connection that's that's the heart chakra energy and that's and that's why I say chakras are probably like the easiest way to kind of like gateway into this but um opening your heart chakra can I think for some people can be one of the most scary things you know I think people are very afraid of showing their true emotional vulnerable childlike self with the world and to others and even especially with the person that they like almost respect the most which is what tends to be like the person that you're dealing with when you're in love so love I think is a little harder to manifest for most because love is more desired Usually, I think that sometimes when we desire something and we really, really have energy for it, it's sitting on a pedestal. We don't realize that we're putting it outside of our reach because we're putting so much energy into like not into realizing like, oh, dang, it's, it's something that I, I, I can't achieve. I can't reach it. I can't reach it. I can't reach it. I can't reach it. Right. But I want it. But I want it. But I want it. But I want it. And I find that that's what kind of like love 
and money. Yeah, those two things, right? It's that desperate and, energy. You know what yeah, I mean? And a lot, a lot of people don't know that love and money work the same way because the heart chakra also dominates abundance. And a lot of people don't know that. So a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that when your abundance is closed off, usually your heart chakra is closed off, your heart chakra is closed off. Let's, let's say you're breaking up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or something, you mad, your money can't come in, but you get, you fall in love. And now all of a sudden you got a new promotion. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's how it works. But manifesting love really is about creating the environment for love to come in. And that's affirming that love is coming in. That is sleeping on one side of the bed so that you're leaving space for the other person. That looks like keeping some, keeping that top drawer open. And that looks like, you know, keeping space in the closet for someone to be able to put some stuff in there. Um, That looks like actively going out into the world, being optimistic, being open to meeting people. Um, That looks like um, having fun, attracting love, manifesting love in order to attract love and find love. If you're having fun, if you're having a good time, people will show up because when there is good, wherever there is good fun energy, people will feel attracted to come to it. So you have, if you have fun, Um, That could look like social settings, that could look like creating things, getting out into the world, whatever that is, that's really how you attract love. But um, for those who are like, I guess you could say brokenhearted and things like that, um, attracting love starts with first going inward. Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting comfortable, like healing. So healing any soft spots, any vulnerable spots, any insecurities. If you have insecurities, bitterness, vulnerable, little soft spots, you know, traumas, triggers it's going to be really hard for you to manifest love because those will be your blockages yeah so it's good to take I always tell people it's good to spend a good year in the darkness by yourself after like a nice good long relationship that really beat you up you know it's because going within and really making sure your foundation is okay because it's hard to take on somebody else's energy. You know, you wake up in the morning, you have your whole day, but if you're living with somebody else, you're loving on somebody else, they have their whole, their own whole day. And then you guys are coming together, sharing, still having your own day. Right. You have to be strong. You have to be really strong within yourself mm-hmm. in order to be healthy in that, in that energy exchange. But when we come out of relationships, we're not strong within ourselves. We're still in the last relationship. We're still in the last person's energy. And a lot of people don't give themselves that time to wipe the dust off from the person that they just got out the relationship with, you know, to really like let that go away, let that energy fade. You know, they hop right into the next person. The new person does something and it triggers them to the last person. Now, I I don't know anybody who's perfect. I mean, I think we all, I think we all end up doing this to a certain extent, no matter what, because you just can't, we have a past, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, there, you know what I mean? We just, we had a childhood, we had a past, you just can't forget, right. but, but learning that it's okay and working with it. And you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. that sometimes takes a different space. So attracting love really comes down to, I think from, in, in my perspective is having that healing time to oneself and then like I said doing those small steps healing the heart energy learning to be open learning to be vulnerable and start getting ready to be ready to to attract that person yep write your list down you know how they say write lists write a list yeah yes do it do it do <laughs> right because when you when you write, write a list when you write it, it happens. Yeah, speak it. You know, say, you know, my I am attracting love. My love has found me. I'm in 
the, I'm in love. I'm in the most, you know, romantic, intimate relationship, happy relationship that I've ever been in. And I, and I thank spirit in the universe because I'm just overjoyed and gracious. I can't believe it. This is the type of affirmation it takes, you know, on a daily basis. And you have to believe that affirmation before you know it, somebody will be showing up on your doorstep. Like I'm supposed to be here. I don't know who you are, but I'm supposed to be here. I okay. felt, I felt the need <laughs> to be here. Y'all write those affirmations down. Those those who know that their love is coming, know that their heart chakra is open, it's like, oh yeah, I'm ready, it's coming. They they manifest it. It's the people who are like, I don't know. Uh, I've been through so much. Right. Okay. That, and we, that's, everybody, we all we been all through so through much. Shit. Yeah. All of us are crazy. If you an adult, if you pass with like, I would say like 25, you're crazy at this point. Yeah. We done, we done all been there. We done all done that. So at at this point, it's a choice. You know, are you going to choose to go out there and find your love, find good sex and find balance? Or are you going to be a circumstances, you know, a victim of your circumstances? That's, that's so true because again, it goes for me, it goes back to if, if I believe that I'm going to, I'm going to act in this way, I'm going to move different. Um, And I think for me, that is something that I struggled with in the past is that, you know, I, I, you know, I'm divorced. I had a string of not great relationships. It really made me question again, whether or not it was me. And if I'm truly lovable, um, because I had not received the love that I had been given out, I had to start mm-hmm. a little differently and what it looks like. And everyone has their own love style. Um, mm-hmm. but the biggest, and that's le- another thing, people yeah. having love languages and, yeah. and, and not, and us live in a society where we don't live in a world where we have developed insight or knowledge into things like, okay, love and emotion is expressed mm-hmm. in these different type of ways. Like, for mm-hmm. example, I know I'm in a, I'm in a relationship, my significant other, his love language, like hands down anything, nostalgia, oh. like nostalgic, like you, you, anything like that reminds him of back in the day, oh, you bringing me back to this, this, this time, this time, he's just putting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, it falls apart, but like, I dated someone who don't want to be reminded of their past. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't want to r- recall this, the smells of my childhood. Yeah, yeah. So everybody speaks a different love language and we don't talk, we don't talk about that. Yeah. This is, again, that's why I, I really, really push the idea of communication, sexual communication, because for me, mm-hmm. I need to know that very early on. How do you give love? How do you receive love? Um, yeah. I grew up in a family where my grandfather, I was raised by my grandparents, my grandfather, I didn't hear my grandfather say, I love you until I was in, in adulthood, but mm-hmm. I, I never doubted that he did. My, his mm-hmm. love language honestly was quality time, thinking about it, quality time and gift giving. That is how mm-hmm. he showed love to us, spending time with us. Holidays were his favorite, um, Christmas mm-hmm. in particular. So I would know that he's going to do it big for Christmas. We're going to have all the decorations because he loves his family, not mm-hmm. just because he likes the way it looks. He loves his family. This is how he shows his love to mm-hmm. us. And I think more couples need to have these conversations about love languages so that when these things come up, all right, my top three are um, quality time, words of affirmation and and physical touch. So when you come with these, all these gifts and I'm like, oh, thank you. Right. And so it's much, not hitting, but can, we, can we have some cuddle time mm-hmm. and watch scary movies on a Sunday? You looking at me side, sideways. I'm just like, oh, we that, ha- but we have to is, talk about that's, that. That's monumental because 
you would think that some just based off of the way society paints appreciation, respect, things like that. If someone were to give you a, a million dollars gift, you're supposed to be like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. But that, that may not mean anything if you just need a simple apology for right. something or you just need an, an insightful, hey, you know, I'm, I just appreciate you today. Right. Right. Maybe, but somebody may, but then there are people out there in the world who like, yeah, you appreciate me. That's great. Where is the money? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is good to ask people like, okay, when in romance, when in love and in sex, what is satisfying for you? What makes you feel good? Right. Um, especially with sex. Like, I think that, I think that in the world, like in, especially like my age, so I'm 29. I think that everybody likes to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. and like things like that but nobody really says like okay but this is what I need yep. you know what I mean like what is what is your sexual language yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yes. your love language is 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 one thing but what is but what is your sexual language like what do you really want what is your fantasy like mm -hmm. what what's going to make you feel satisfied are you bored why are you bored you know, all this type of stuff, safe. people don't, people don't have conversations about that too. Like I've been in some of the best relationships, but the sex is just like, Meh. what? Like, we don't even do that sometimes. You know what I mean? And then even talking about like why some people don't have sex. And then there are couples who don't need to have sex and that just works. Yeah. Yeah. When we're looking at, I like to know why. Yeah, like I like to hear them explain to me like why they don't need to have sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There and we don't, this is something that, that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. But we right, we, right. We that sexual compatibility when we have two asexual people who are like, you know what, it's cool. I'm asexual, I'm aromantic, I don't need all the, the frills and thrills, and I'm happy with that. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have these conversations, doesn't mean anything. There does not mean anything is wrong with these individuals. This is what works right. for them. The problem comes in is where you're trying to force them into a box that you created for yourself. Exactly. And that exactly. we see a lot of in society. So mm -hmm. with that being said, I, we be getting all, all off the topic. This is good. It I love good stuff. It's good. good. So let's talk about crystals. What are some crystals that people can use in when they're trying to manifest things, specifically uh, love? What, what are some things that they can do? Perfect. I love this question. So I always like to start out with like, okay, why crystals? People always talk about crystals, crystals. But what, you know, for those out there who don't have any crystals, but see people on Instagram and they're out in the world and on TV with them and are like trying to understand why in the world, what are they doing with the magic rocks? This is basically what it is. So everything, <laughs> everything has a vibration and crystals have what I would like to call a pure vibration. So the chem the chemical makeup, it's it's pure earth. Okay. This is this is nothing but energy, these crystals. Uh, crystals work with the subtile energies of the body. So remember we were talking about the, the chakras earlier and those energy fields that live in the body. Now you can't see the chakras. When you look in the mirror, you don't see the chakras, okay? Mm. Um, there are certain people who are aura, reader, aura readers who can, so let me not, you know, let me forget about those people. Right. But um, for the, for the, you know, for the individuals who have the, the calcified pineal gland, which is most of us, <laughs> yeah, right. you don't, you don't get to see your auras and you don't necessarily see the energy or the positive energy rays that are coming out of crystals, but crystals have pure positive en energetic uh, fields around them. 
and they have the power to influence energy alive, you know, like a live energy that is around them as well. So, if, so with that being said, so I have this crystal, crystal has pure energy, that energy is already emitting from the crystal, I have an energy, I emit a certain energy, it could be pure, it could be unpure, but when I come in contact with the crystal, that crystal could start working with my energy to kind of clean up whatever unpure vibration I have within my energy field. But it's not a quantum leap, which means that I'm not going to pick up a crystal and then suddenly health, you know, it works right. it's a slow, but sure. It's a very slow, but sure buildup. So it works gradually with your energy field. And not every crystal is for every person, for every situation and for every time. That's why sometimes people will get crystals, they'll lose them. You need to trust mm -hmm. that people will get crystals, they'll break you need it too. You know, there are certain things that people, you know, sometimes they don't understand with the crystals, but they are, they, they tend to, I would say the best way to work with them is, is that you have to be open to the energy and almost personify the crystals. So that's why I'm talking to the crystals. I sound like they, it's almost like I'm making them a person, but um, if you don't believe it, it doesn't work. That's what I always say. So everything has a belief behind it. That's the only yeah. reason why the thing, everything in your life works is because you believe it will. Right, right. <laughs> and so it's the same thing here if you totally dismiss the fact that these crystals have this, this pure energy and it's able to work with you then the energy will not work with you but if you're open and receptive and understand then it will right. okay that's that's crystals one-on-one -on -one. so now how can you actually manifest love with crystals well um the best way to think about it is that to to go back to the chakras and think about your heart chakra and you and you really want to think about what are your blockages in love too so it's two things so you want to get crystals that emit the frequency love and those are crystals like rose quartz malachite um i'm trying to think what else is like a really good aura quartz is a really good love um attractor um what's what else is a really good love attractor stone Ooh. Fluorite. Fluorite is also a good romance stone. Um, but then there are other stones that could also help you attract um, romance. And that could be like, let's say one of your flaws is, is that you, you may not be confident, right? So you may lack confidence. So maybe you can't approach people. Um, and then maybe your throat chakra is blocked. Sometimes you don't know how to necessarily say, you know, speak from your heart or say what you authentically want. So you can get a... Um, you can get a tiger's eye for your confidence because tiger's eye gives confidence and then you can get a lapis for your uh, throat chakra to activate your throat chakra. So when you talk to people, you can actually get what you're trying to say out. Oh, wow. So it, you can work with different stones differently. Now, for those who want to manifest love, the best stone for the heart chakra to manifest love, hands down, Malachite. Okay. because it, it's a green stone and the reason why I say malachite because malachite does not it's not just a stone of of love but it's also the stone of abundance and when you couple like bringing in the love energy so you're bringing in romance okay so the romantic vibe is in the air you know you're bringing in um the flirtatious energy that's in the air but you bring in abundance that means a lot of it is in the air mm. so I find that malachite 
type of really brings in love faster. I think Rose Quartz brings in like, I would say Malachite brings in love stronger, more abundantly, faster, and it's a little bit more grounding. Rose Quartz is going to bring in that healing energy a little bit more, okay? That's that's healing you and helping you for your next relationship. Rose Quartz can help to heal those who have um, conflict in their relationships. So let's say you may argue or you have you bump heads with your partner a lot. Rose quartz can really help to soothe out conflict and things like that. But rose quartz also brings in pure love energy, but also that unconditional love. So not just romance, but even like the, the love that you have for your child or love that like your parent has for you type right. of energy, right. um, that unconditional, it doesn't matter what you do, you could do anything, you could kill somebody, it's going to be all right, type right. of, you know what I'm saying, right. unconditional right. love, right. Rose course is really good for that, where Malachite mm-hmm. is more specific into opening up the heart to opportunities to actually attract love, uh, opening up the heart to a lot of love, uh, bringing in that unconditional energy, and it also is a confidence booster as well. Um, malachite so it has like this rich um heavy it's a rich stone like it's, it, it tends to be a heavier stone than like a rose quartz right rose quartz i love rose quartz for women i love malachite for men i love ro- i love malachite for women who are who are ready to manifest love today you know like okay mm-hmm. i've done i've been single for three years i'm ready i love rose quartz for um my individuals who are just out of a relationship and they're trying to and they don't want to become bitter or they don't want to become stuck mm-hmm. or unhealed or tra- or stuck in their trauma or defined by their trauma oh know? i love that i love that but but all of this but you know but rose quartz like i said you can still manifest love with rose quartz and malachite um also another good thing that you can do with crystals for those um who are looking into like increasing their sex life and overall intimacy if you put um if you get rose quartz and some root chakra stones like um black onyx or even carnelian or even a tiger's eye like i mentioned Mm -hmm. and you create a um a crystal grid like in your room or around your bed Mm -hmm. um you can that can also increase the vibe or the momentum or the conjuring type of energy that love you know that romantic energy so that you have like a more intimate experience oh I love that just just like if you were to light candles and yeah. like you know set dim the, the lights set the stage dim the lights you know dim the lights to the red you know do you know you do that too you throw some crystals and you light an incense you don't even realize you're kind of doing a ritual, but um, you can um, really, really at that point, really in- enhance and increase the whole entire experience. There's something to lighting incense. There's something to getting your crystals out. There's something to lighting candles, you know, all of that. It, there's something there. Right. And so um, if you get like, if you get your rose quartz or you get your malachite or you get your any type of root chakra stone, I, w- I would say carnelian is a really good one for sex. And you sit those crystals out around you and you you program them, those crystals and you say, hey, look, I'm, I'm tonight I want to have the best sex of my life. Can you help me? So you sit them there and they will work with the energies. They're like, okay, you ask and you shall receive. You I'm ask right. and you shall receive. I'm going to leave it at this, but just a tidbit. I love for, for everybody out there, I always suggest we all have seven chakras, okay? You should have seven stones when that resonates with each chakra. Mm. You don't know, like if you if you want to know that information about your seven chakras and the seven stones, 
just reach out to me. I'm more than I'd more than love to help individuals um, get those, but I was, you know, including the love stones and the sex, you know, the, the carnelians and things like that, that can help with the sexual energy. But outside of those two areas, there's five more. Right, <laughs> so right, right. I would say that, I would say that um, everybody should have one uh, crystal that resonates with one of each of the chakras. Yep. Yay. So I'm going to do something a little backwards because you said that mm-hmm. that was an excellent segue to you repping your brands. So tell the listeners where they can connect with you and talk about some things that you have going on right now. Perfect. So I'm on everything, just so y'all know I'm (laughs) on everything. Okay, I got TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter. I got a Tumblr. I mean, I'm literally on everything. I think the only thing I don't have is Pinterest, but I'm coming for you, Pinterest. Yes. Next. But um, anyway, so well, your handles. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. So first things first, blackalchemy.com, B-L-A-Q-U-E, Black Alchemy. So it's not spelled, you know, the traditional way. So it is spelled B-L-A-Q-U-E. So um, blackalchemy.com is definitely the first place that I would love everyone to go to because that's my actual website where there's information on crystals there's information on how to book a session so you can book literally right there on the website also a crystal jewelry um for sale up there i have uh beaded crystal bracelets um all of the jewelry that i have is spelled charged in full moon energies and saged cleanse ready for the uh the carrier to set their intentions and be on their way so um i do also sell sage uh, palo santo incense things like that uh, for cleansing. And, and then, like I said, I do have my sessions available up there. Uh, Instagram is the next place, uh, Black Alchemy, at Black Alchemy underscore B-L-A-Q-U-E. Um, I'm pretty much on there every day. Check me out on the stories. I'll always post in my readings. Um, I, I do uh, post like some small informative information and that's where I'm going to lead you to Twitter because mm-hmm. that's where I do most of that. So if you follow me on Twitter and that's the same thing, at Black Alchemy, so B-L-A-Q-U-E alchemy um i do post a lot of uh, informative astrology posts on the full and the new moon that's pretty much the only um information that i i kind of put tips like psychic tips things like that there but usually it's just the um new and full moon uh, kind of like tips and uh, rituals and steps for people so that they can know what to do i find a lot of people really like that and then youtube okay so i do have some um videos out there I don't have any informative videos out there just yet, but I am working. I will have also like a small skit coming out real soon, 2022. You'll see that where I'll be doing like eight episode short mini skits. So that's coming out. I like. Um, I'm on TikTok too. On TikTok, I do small informative videos up there. I mean, I'm all over the place. You'll see me. I'm all over the internet. Um, but same thing there um, for TikTok at Black Alchemy, B-L-A-Q-U-E. I love it. I love it. So y'all, if again, if y'all don't listen to nothing else I tell y'all, please get a reading. Per- definitely purchase some merch, get your crystals, get your, your cleansing tools, but most definitely, most definitely get you a reading because when I tell you she is the truth, she is the truth. She's literally the only person that I will let uh, read for me on a consistent basis so i'm just saying all right so we're gonna end it off three sex tips for black women what you got i love it um first thing i'm just gonna say honor 
your truth. So like, I think a lot of black women, we don't be talking, we just be quiet, we be suffering and silent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't be getting our orgasms and our stimuli and our, the things that we need. And it's not fair. And, you know, patriarchy is the thing. And I'm, I'm past that. So I just think that black women, step number one, be open about your sexual needs. Yeah. And tell the truth. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's let's black women keep making these uh, safe spaces so that we can keep evolving and keep growing and keep learning. Yay. Tip number two. Mm-hmm. Tip number two is safe sex, yeah. condoms, mm-hmm. all of that. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of birth control, but there are some women out here that need it. If you yeah. need it, do it. <laughs> yeah. You know that that kind of thing. I think that um go to your OBGYN. I go every year, sometimes twice a year. Yep. Um, sometimes, sometimes more than twice a year. If, mm-hmm. if I feel like I need that, please get tested as often as you can, even if you're only having sex with one person, mm-hmm. like still do it because you never know. And then I would say uh, tip number three, I would just say definitely have a sexual relationship with yourself. Masturbate. Talk to yourself. Talk to um, you know, watch, watch porn. I'm not saying obsess over it, but, you know, get 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 what you need from yourself so you don't always have to go out in the world and, and, and have to be thirsty and desperate for others. I think that I think that's really important that we all still have a relationship with yourself. You know, there's an inner, there's an inner part of you, a spirit, there's a part of you that's spiritual, that's very sexual. Yes. And you and very intimate. And if you can't reach that spot, you should never expect anyone else to be able to do it. Absolutely. So please, I would say, don't feel weird about it. Don't feel like, I mean, I'm not saying if your spiritual beliefs are not to masturbate, I get it. But, um, but for those who are open to trying and, and open to like exploring their own sexual sexuality by themselves with no one else, like, please go on that journey so that you can be, so that you can actually be sexually healthy to others and yourself. Yeah. The most intimate relationship you will ever have is the relationship you have with yourself. Bing. That's, that's, that's facts. Dari, thank you so much for spending time with us. Everybody, this concludes season two. We made it two whole fucking seasons. This, <laughs> this concludes season two. I am already recording um really spicy shit for season three. Be on the lookout. Um, and I will see y'all Ooh. next season. Peace, y'all. Peace. Peace.